Computer, initialize Holosuite. Schmoss. 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 Doctor Schmoss. Hello, thank you for joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast, where my co-host Liam Smart, who will be needing a neurocortical stimulator after only having had three hours of sleep today, and I, Suzanne Williamson, look at Voyager episodes to work out whether our favorite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway. I think you might need a neurocortical, oh no, I've done it, a neurocortical <laughs> stimulator. To be able to say neurocortical simulator. <laughs> that is damn hard. That is, yeah. God, imagine trying to say all of that with like inaproboline and all the random mumbo jumbo that Kes and the doctor has to say. Yeah, all the other made up words. Yeah. Also, I am very tired. I uh, My recording is straight after a night shift and I've had three hours sleep and I can't work out what was worse, going to sleep and then waking up or not having gone to sleep at all. Um, but I'm never going to do this again <laughs> straight after a night shift. <laughs> I do not recommend it. It is not sustainable for your sanity. Oh, or any of our listeners' sanity. Well, if they're listening to us, are they really sane to begin with? That is a very good point, And yeah. I'm sorry to say, but no. Like, there must be something wrong with all of you who press play on our podcast. <laughs> But we love you. Okay. Well. I took, like, allergy pills because the pollening is happening right now. Ooh, it's spring over there. So much pollen. Oh, The so trees you- <laughs> are trying to kill me. Oh, it's the happening. It's the M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the best part about that film, his name. <laughs> Before we get started on Twitter today, no, oh no, before we get started on this episode today, we can tell you that you should follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. There you can find all the posts that I do for us. And uh, Suzanne, I almost accidentally looked at Twitter porn on our account yesterday. Well, not yesterday, the other day. Okay. That would make our feed very interesting. My personal feed is like... No dicks, it's just got lots of bustly boys and it's really, really annoying. It's not good for your (laughs) self-esteem. We're here to discuss today Life Signs, a Doctor episode, which from memory is something or an episode that you quite enjoy. I do, and I meant to get something. I think it's right over here though, so I will roll this way. <laughs> oh. Yep, yep, here it is. Uh, can you see oh my, my god, plate? You've, you've got a Denara Pell plate? <laughs> I do. Two things. One, wow. Two, that is an oddly specific piece of, like, uh, merchandise to make. I got it when it first came out because I loved that character so freaking much. I wish they made an action figure of her, but they never did. Well, you could press a button and her face goes all phagey. No, they could have, you know, like, uh, different heads. You could pop one head off, put another on. Uh, (laughs) Comes with detachable heads. (laughs) Perfect for every child. That's right. One phage-ridden, one... Perfectly healthy. <laughs> That's a really cool plate. Very, very, very nice, Suzanne. So why do you like this episode? Is it is it because Denara Pell, or is there something else about it that you like? It well, mainly it's Denara Pell and just how she brings out different facets in the doctor. 
that kind of scare him. And I like to see him scared, not understanding what's going on. And we get awesome counselor Kess. Kess was sublime in this episode and just proves she doesn't even need to really be a counselor. She's just got the skill of an empath. I don't think it's empath. Well, she's empathetic, but she's very perceptive in what people are feeling and thinking. So Mm -hmm. she could have played that role without having to play that role, if that makes sense. But you're not the only one who seems to like the episode. IMDb gives it 7.5 stars, which I think is thoroughly deserved. Maybe should be a little bit more. Should be an 8. Sometimes when things get to an 8, they just sort of get a little bit too unsustainable, if you know what I mean. I know, but it did. that point five would be the added Seska element. <laughs> Half an inch of Seska. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seska adds, you know, 0.5 to anything. So Sometimes more. If I call my penis Seska, it instantly gets half an inch bigger. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Oh, all right. Hey, little <laughs> Seska. <laughs> I thought it was the dreadnought. Oh, I, just, oh, 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 I forgot to. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, there is somebody who did a review who gave it eight stars, um, and this review says, Doctor's got game. Honestly, I thought this would just be a cool response to Death Wish, but damn, the Doctor's dialogue at the end of it hit like a ton of bricks. And it did. No, I can't remember what he said at the end, and I just watched it last night. I'm I'm guessing it's when he was telling Dinara that he would have loved her no matter what, or something like that. it would have been that. Well, they're in the sex cabin. Was it the sex cabin? Oh, sex cabin. The doctor. Anyway, whatever it was, it did hit like a ton of bricks, and it was great. Yes. It was the sex cabin. Yeah. But they didn't have sex in the sex cabin, which is kind of disappointing. Which is probably the only people that haven't. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) All right. This this is going to happen. This is going to be so difficult. Um, So we turn on... No, that's we don't turn on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of, yes, we do. <laughs> the, way we, the way we do our shows, potentially. We open the show on uh, Tom clambering into the bridge. He's late, gives an excuse, and uh, one of the excuses was that Wildman went into labor, so she's still pregnant. Good grief. Then, you know, people weren't believing him. She's like, oh, would you believe that the uh, turbo lift got stuck on deck six? You know, making all the excuses that you do when you're a hardened criminal for your crimes of being late to work by 10 minutes. And seriously, 10 minutes, come on. Yeah, but it's a regimental ship. It's a, it's a, it's a military ship. You've got to be on time. Then why do you have all those marquee on there if it's a military ship? Oh, and I can't leave them behind. <laughs> so Chakotay is pissed. We keep getting like pictures of his face and he's all like, this is not going according to my star cluster plans. Grumpy Chakotay. <laughs> so this is been- Mr. Grumpy Gills. <laughs> <laughs> Three times this week, Tom has been late. But then, you know, it, things sort of like cut off to Tuvok. He's like picking up some kind of distress call. Now, this must have sent some kind of homing beacon out or something to Janeway because she's just like immediately at that time. Because Chakotay didn't call. Because Tuvok didn't call her. At least I don't think he did. She just sort of walks I out of the she ready was room. Just sitting there. Oh yeah, she, no, she came out of her ready room. Yeah, yeah. probably because she heard Tom and Chakotay go having at it. And, you know. Oh, uh, okay. I just thought she was tuned into you know. <gasps> ding ding ding! Someone I can help. Ding, science, science. Is it a science? Is it a help? What way can I <laughs> fix you today? I think she was just checking on her plan with Tom. Oh, yeah, because of, because of L plan, exactly. Yeah, and that shit still pisses me off, the way she's just setting up Chakotay with that whole Paris thing. It pisses me off. Oh, yeah, but, I mean... Because Tuvok's in on it, and I'm guessing Neelix at some point is in on it. Tom is in on it. She knows about it. 
Chakotay's out. I kind of agree, though, because Chakotay is... I mean, I know this is an episode coming up in the future, but Chakotay probably wouldn't have been able to act that out so well. And Tuvok is such a good actor. Well, it's only a logical thing to do. (laughs) Actually, if falcons can't lie, how do they act? Because acting is just a lie. It is. They they logic their way around it, I'm guessing. Oh, I mean, yeah, I suppose you can logic your way out of anything. <gasps> oh, my God. Speaking of Vulcans, and this is going off topic. Is this a Picard thing? The last episode of Discovery. Oh, Discovery. Yes. Oh, ah! yes. You got your Tarina thing. <laughs> I did. I was... Oh, so happy. She's so adorable. I just want to give her a pat on the head and a hug. Well, that and she moves pretty quick for a Vulcan already hand-holding. It's like, damn, girl. You can go after what you want. Pompas on the way. <laughs> it might be. So this thingy that they've picked up has a life sign on it, and they find out it's Vidian. And instead of going like, oh, danger, danger, danger. Yeah. Janeway's like, okay, quick, theme it to sick bay. Yeah, it's like, hello, do you recall the last time you encountered the Vidians? Well, I suppose, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen them, so maybe she's had selective memory. But it's kind of, yeah, I think she must have done it because there's only one of them. But she didn't even consider whether it's a trap. Somebody said it might have been a trap, though. Yeah. And she's probably like, no. They could have been hiding somewhere, ready to just pounce. So, right way, though, because the person was sick. Uh, Trying to help them? Kind of a right way, but kind of a Jane way. I'm gonna because she didn't think it through. I'm gonna half point this scenario. <laughs> you're gonna do half point math when you're so tired. <laughs> My eyes are stinging. That's not good. No. Yeah, half a point it is. So in sick bay, uh, so we sort of jump to the fact that Doctor and Kess are treating her. The doc sees the the lights. No. The doc then sees like these lights and is like, oh, one of these. And Kes is like, what's this? But like, it was so obvious that they were there. Like, Kes literally walked past the body and it was like, beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no real hair to hide this behind. Surely you would have seen this, you know, <laughs> instantly when you looked at their face. Nope. Nope. They were just looking at the Vidian parts of different things and people and. I don't know. But what would have been good is if the Vidians hid that and like under another flap of skin. Now that could have been cool. Yeah. Or like maybe she had a hood on and, you know, like a Jedi hood. I don't know. You couldn't see it under there. Are the Jedi's Vidian or a Vidian's Jedi? Hmm, I don't know. I'm guessing a Vidian could be Jedi. Well, I feel like this is a crossover that needed to happen. <laughs> What color would their lightsaber be? Oh, um, the color of pus. Ooh, <laughs> like a like a yellow, yellowy ooh. brown. Oh, well, I mean they're diseased. Oh, and then what if they're like? <laughs> did some Jedi's have special powers? I'm not up to my Star Wars lore, really, because if they've got like special powers, they can shoot phage out of their fingers. I think that might <laughs> that might be. It. I think an you X-Men. just made them into an X Man. <laughs> 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 what would their X-Man name be, though? Just Probably just Phage. Eh. Or to be super fancy, Phage. 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 Like the yogurt. Phage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what a shitty... They'd, they'd definitely be like part of the mutants <laughs> that live underground. They'd hang out with Toad. Yeah. Ugh, Toad. So this device has kind of been storing her, like being in a way or like synaptic synaptic stuff or i guess so they could download her and put her somewhere else whatever it was it was like a it's a flash drive yeah she's got a usb (laughs) in her head so she's basically on death's door and so the doctor comes up with this brilliant plan and transfers like her stuff to like a matrix of some sort or basically the voyager's server i guess um downloaded her. put her in the cloud <laughs> and then created a body for her and put all this in so he's essentially just created a hologram of this person with her mm-hmm. range and stuff but it's kind of cool that we got to see what a vidian looked like like a yes a healthy vidian healthy vidian which looks almost nothing like um 
Nope, that's the complete opposite of what I wanted to say. A healthy Vidan that looks pretty much like a human. With just a little with bit a of a big beluga brain a head be- oh, thing going on. A beluga human. <laughs> that's what they are. <laughs> it could be a hybrid. That's you what would happen know. if Voyager if if the Dan's were an animal, that'd be a beluga. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to the credits, and after the credits, we cut into the ready room where Janeway and Chicote are having a nice little chat about Denara Pell, which we don't know her name yet. And say so that it's all oh, they're twenty two days away from where they're from, so they're going to carry her to this Vidian colony. And she makes mm-hmm. that decision and it's like, Oh, come on, wouldn't it's like really really? You gonna do that? Like I don't think they care. Like if Denara Pell was so sick, they'd probably just harvest her organs and give them to another Vidian with the phage. Yeah, and it's like why would you put everyone in danger by getting so close to this colony and letting them know that Hey, people with healthy organs here. <laughs> roll up, roll up. Get your livers. <laughs> get your pancreas. Three for the price I'm, of one. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Please have my heart. My achy, breaky heart. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. <laughs> that this, is messed up. This is what happens when I am tired. <laughs> or drunk. But I am just tired. Yeah, so I think that might be a wrong way. That is a definite wrong way. Fix Dinara up, put her back on her ship, head her in the right direction. Don't put everybody on your damn ship in jeopardy again. Full stop from Suzanne Williamson. Like, seriously, you've got other things to worry about. <laughs> like, you know, making Chakotay smile because he looks so sad and grumpy. Oh. She makes him smile every morning. Well, she probably actually makes him grimace because, you know, she's probably a bit rough, but. (laughs) He goes to bed smiling. (laughs) Chakotay wants to have a little chit chat about Paris as well. So he says to Janeway that, like, crew discipline is his responsibility, but Mm -hmm. obviously, um, apparently, Paris is his. Janeway's own personal reclamation project, which kind of has a bit of a sting to the way he says it, I think. Oh, yeah. She is currently his, her, he is currently her reclamation project until we get seven. And then she moves on to seven. <laughs> Who else can I fix? <laughs> exactly. So in sick bay, the body's now stable, so it's all good to be able to like transfer her brain or whatever to the hologram. To go back for a second, mm-hmm. her saying to Chakotay, no, you deal with it. I trust your judgment. Mm-hmm. She honestly does not trust his judgment or else she would have let him in on it. That's a very good point. She, yeah, I still stand by not telling him. And I think we'll hash this one out when we get to basics or whatever the episode we is. We will. And I'll probably let you decide because... I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> right now you're weak. When we get there, you might not be. I'll do some weights for the first time in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, so the doc wakes up Denara Pell and she's like, not scared at all. She's like, who are you? In like, a totally nonchalant way. She's like, oh, clearly I'm on an alien ship, but whatever. And the doc starts telling her what a brilliant mind he's got and how great <laughs> the thing that he's did and gave her a mirror. And well, ain't she chuffed. She's so happy that she can see herself again. Well, yeah, wouldn't you be if you've been sick since you're seven? I know. But she always and to actually see your face, not somebody else's face. Yeah. Oh, I suppose that would be quite disturbing, really. Not that she had much work done on her face. But still, like, graphs here on her cheek, graphs on her forehead. Maybe a part to of... To see your true self again. Yeah. But she's never seen her true self since she was seven, so she doesn't also know what she would have looked like as a, I'm guessing, late 20s. <laughs> I was going to go early 30s. Same thing. <laughs> On grinder, I say I'm in my late 20s or whatever. <laughs> <gasps> Lies! <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't have my age on there. Yeah, so then she like basically cries in ha- with happiness, and the doc's all confused. She's like, he's like... 
Why, why are you upset? I thought you'd be happy. What? How dare you be angry and sad at my work? And obviously he doesn't have that nuance to know. My brilliant work. And you're just crying at it. How dare you? Yeah, so yeah, she talks about how she got the age at seven. The phage, sorry, at seven. She, oh my God, I can't talk. Talks about how she got the age, the phage. <laughs> she talks about how she got the phage at seven. And like... Just it's just sad, you know. And like, yes. it goes on when we get out to the episode about how like people stop being friends because she got the fade, etc. And I'm like, oh, it's so sad. Yeah, that killed me. So the doc says that she's a hologram, and that it talks about the limitations of being in there. Imagine being stuck in the fucking sick bay with the doctor twenty four seven. That'll be a nightmare. <laughs> she didn't seem to mind. No, as we found out. Yeah, so we find out her name's Denara Pell and that she's a hematologist. So the doctor's already getting like photon boners for the fact that she's a scientist too. Science! <laughs> and then she sort of walks over to her physical body and she's sort of just like, oh, that must be a really weird out of body experience. Yeah, literally. to see yourself laying there. Ugh, it's gotta Especially be as it's like all. Vidian up. Wouldn't it be phaged up instead of Vidian up? Yes. Yes, it would. <laughs> because she would be Vidian up. You know, looking all healthy, Vidian. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so then we cut to a scene, which is obviously a wee bit later, where the doctor's talking about drilling an opening into the skull of Bralana. <laughs> and he's all like, don't know what you're so angry about. It's nothing. Just let Just me fucking drill a hole in you. <laughs> It's just a small hole <laughs> and a tiny piece of brain. You won't miss it. <laughs> it's like, what? what the fuck? Isn't that kind of a lobotomy almost? <laughs> yeah. No wonder Balan is just like so pissed at that. He did not approach that in the right way. No, that was a wrong way for the doctor, that's for sure. Denara comes in and she's like, oh, we've just been so sick for a hundred years and so on, and yet, like, essentially sort of emotionally manipulating Balana into doing it, because then Balana's yeah. just like, oh, fine, I'll get changed, come drill a hole in my skull. Yeah, because Balana couldn't, you know, look at this woman and be like, no, screw you. Yeah, well, I was considering what happened in Faces and how, like, she was, <laughs> you know. Yeah, which she would have been up. justified in saying, no, screw you, go to hell. But, yeah, that was very manipulative. Emotional manipulation for the win. Yeah. Then we cut to another scene where, like, they're playing inside Denara's brain and being like, oh, are we going to put this bit in here and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're sort of flirting by Doctor Talk, even though the Doctor doesn't realise he's necessarily flirting, which I thought was kind of funny. They were awfully close and chummy. So then they go to the sex cabin because they wanted to go somewhere else other than sickbay. So, of course... The sex cabin is the only place you take someone on that ship. And then she's like, what is this Aren't place? there two holodecks? Yes, exactly. Anywhere else. I think the other one is Janeway's own personal sex cabin. <laughs> I thought that was her ready room. Mm-hmm. No, that's just the turbo <laughs> lift and the, the mezzanine level of uh, engineering. Jeffrey's tube here and there. <laughs> her own Jeffrey's tube. Hey, Chakotay, do you want to come inside the Jeffrey's tube? Oh, yes, Captain, yes, I do. So Janara's like, What's, what is this place? Don't you people have sex cabins? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 we must social distance for public health. I'm like, oh, it's too close to home. COVID. <laughs> it's COVID planet, no. That's what's happening to us at the phage is COVID. COVID it's is the, the phage. Imagine, oh, oh, if I were a doctor in the naming COVID variants, I would totally try and name a COVID variant a phage. <laughs> the phage. <laughs> Omicron phage. Yeah. Delta phage. Oh, no, it would have to be omega phage. Oh, oh yes. Gotta throw omega in there. Oh, <laughs> oh I just frothed froth the, the thought. <laughs> So more, some more flirting happens. The Doctor's a wee bit clueless. And then we go back to the name saga. What should I call you? Oh, I just don't have a name. How about I call you Shmullus? Shmullus? 
It's like, oh, shut up. It sounds like it a was disease. a sweet, but it was a sweet reason. She's got the fade, and he's got the schmullus. <laughs> no, because he made her laugh, and she hasn't laughed in forever. And her uncle Schmullis used to make her laugh. The fact that she becomes attracted to the doctor and she's called him after her, her uncle is a little questionable. And we won't go into that because <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. Mm, uncle issues. <laughs> uncle Schmullis used to Schmullis. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the name. I hate it. Sounds like an appendage. Sounds like You don't like any of the names that they've come up with for him. No, I don't. The only name. Schweitzer. No, terrible. Schmullis. Terrible. Do you have something against sh names? No. He should just be called Nigel. He looks like a Nigel. No, Nigel sucks. No. And there, my name is Dr. Nigel Zimmerman. I'm here to perform your examination. <laughs> no, Nigel, no. no. <laughs> Stupid name. Move on. Back, in, back to sick bay, kind of like after the date. And you know that way when you go to a date and then you're like, oh, you're at my house or, oh, I'm at your house. The expected thing to do is either... It's the awkward first date. Yes, like kiss or blow or fuck or something. It was just hella awkward. Okay, those were not my first dates, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah... <laughs> So now, now I feel like I've been slut shamed. What? Well, no, it's at least they didn't go with like the handshake. Oh, I've done that before. The first date handshake. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about a hand job. No, I'm talking about a handshake. No, I, I've literally done a handshake after like a date interaction before. It's like pleasure doing business with you, sir. <laughs> You didn't do business. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the economical sense. Or the pleasurable sense. No. Purely sat there in silence because it was awkward. So Denara's trying like so hard. But the doc's like not really getting it. It's like, just kiss already, God. But I feel like so emotionally invested in these two right now that I really just, you know. You just want to smoosh their heads together. So, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. Smoosh. <laughs> <laughs> like you do with dolls when you're little. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get my Chainway and Chakotay dolls and demonstrate. Oh. Um. <laughs> they're right behind me. Um, they're probably left in that position. Whenever I'm like round mum and dad's house and like. My sister and brother-in-law are there with the kids and my niece has her dolls. I always, and they're like laying on the side. I always like make them into awkward lesbian positions. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. So yeah, the doctor then, you know, deactivates Denara Pell. He's like, That's the end of the date. Goodbye. <laughs> you are the weakest link. So we go back to the B-plot of this episode. In the mess hall, Chakotay walks up to Tom and starts off with all this cheesy management talk. So oh, tell me yeah. about your feelings, Chakotay. Uh, Tom. Tell me about your feelings. Uh, if, he, if he broke into the word synergy, I would have just screamed and run away. <laughs> I'm not feeling our synergistic vibes. <laughs> oh, who gave you that stupid management book, Chakotay? <laughs> Janeway did. <laughs> she set him up for failure again. <laughs> so Tom basically says that, oh, my problem is you, Chakotay, and starts talking about how there's no freedom to do whatever he wants and how he doesn't listen to his staff, which, you know, standard staff gripe, I guess. Yeah. And then in the background, you hear Jonas sort of looking, like, what's going on? While Tom, like, really sort of like, erupts and makes the big scene, which is really good. He's performing his role quite well. That's why he did it, because he knew Jonas was back there. Oh, yes. Yes. So then we have a little cut to Jonas, always trying to talk to Seska. I'm not doing this unless I talk to Seska. <laughs> I need my extra half an inch. 
And I'm pretty sure there was another Kazandu that they passed him off to again. <laughs> so I don't think it was the same one from last time. <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with Jonas. He's such a little worm. <laughs> Poor Jonas. So back again in sick bay. The doc is trying to run a diagnostic on himself because he feels like he's got an issue with his concentration. And then in comes perceptible cares. And Yay. she's like, oh, you sure you, you know, don't have an attraction to her? It's not in my programming. Not at all. No. And she's talking about how the doctor is adapting because he's got an adaptive program, which is kind of cool. But then mm-hmm. he's like, he doesn't want feelings. But then on the hypothetical, if I were... so Kes tells him to tell her and then we get what is in my opinion one of the funniest scenes in season 2 just going to take your parietal lobe and I'm just going to prod this in your physical brain and then I'm just going to change this other funky word that I don't know what they said and by the way uh, I'm very very sexually attracted and romantically attracted to you do you want to go and uh, fuck and her face is like, huh? It's, it's hilarious because the look on Kess's face when it happens. Mm-hmm. She's just like, what the fuck did you just do? I know. Kess's Kess's face was... <laughs> that, that facial acting by Jennifer Lean was perfect oh for God. that situation. <laughs> and then Denara Pell was sort of like, so huh? Good. Huh? <laughs> what, what, what did he just... Oh, my God. I think he said that. No, what? Ah. And, she, and then she wanted to keep yeah. the relationship professional. Which, when it sprung on you in that manner, yeah, I think I would have said the same thing. Oh, gosh, yeah, definitely. So the Doctor storms off sometime in the future. I don't know how far in the future this was. Um, to the sex cabin to try and talk to Tom about the ladies. <laughs> it's like, you've had a great deal about re- of experience being rejected. And it's like, That ouch. is perfect. I was like, yes. Ouch. Although he really should have gone to Harry for that. Uh-huh. Talking because I'm going to say Harry's been rejected more than Tom. Talking of somebody who needs a little extra bit of a Seska. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a double Seska. <laughs> what can I do for you, sir? I need a double Seska, Doc. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We can give you a quadruple Seska by the looks of things. <laughs> Like, you might need it, son. Then we hear the story of Susie Crabtree, one of his loves from the Academy, and how he was all like, oh, I'm so brokenhearted. And I almost failed stellar cartography. Which is kind of like a little thing, because isn't there something called the Crabtree Nebula? I think so. Hmm. Yeah, so I think that might have just been a little play on science boner nerds. Or for the science boner nerds. So... Why did they have to choose the name Susie, though? I mean, come on. I don't know. Susie. Maybe because the actress who plays Tanara Powell is called Susan. Well, yes, she is a Susan. That would have been fine. You could have called her Susan Crabtree. Yeah, but Susan is the name for, like... A 55-year-old white lady with big red lipstick and white long hair who's, like, gone to the shops with her big pearl necklace and is like, Ooh, I'm going to buy some caviar. So how do you differentiate between a Susan and a Suzanne? Suzanne's a cool. Well, yes. Yes, we are. Susan is a snobby name. Suzanne is a cool name. Susan makes me think of Susan Boyle. Okay, there's another one that probably wears pearls. And then it brings me to the Futurama episode where Leela has a boil on her butt that sings huh. and she names it Susan. <laughs> That's That was yeah. gold. Tom's like, oh, the symptoms will subside over, si- over time, but you always will be reminded at some about this person. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, your first love always comes back. Yeah. Always. Um, so Tom decides to offer his help, though, to try and get her involved. That can only end well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no. So meanwhile, there's like the boys chat going on in the sex cabin. The girls chat's happening in sick bay. So Kess walks <laughs> in and Denara's sort of just sitting there waiting for the doctor, but obviously is at the sex cabin. 
and Super Cass, you know, realises that you really do like him, don't you? And then Janara has that whole, why does he like me? It's hard to like someone when I look like that piece of shit lying on the table. Yeah. It's really, really sad. You know, you, you get what you get given. I've got this huge entire nose. I mean, not nothing like the phage, but... Oh my god, dude. Have you seen my nose? It's bigger than your nose. Your nose? Yes, my no, nose. No, mine like... It is very wide. Mine like sticks out 100 meters from my face. Mine is huge. Like, All right, well, you've got a wide, wide nose. I've got a long nose. And it sort of goes down and it's like, oh, hello, I've got a gonzo. Mine is like smooshed against my face. <laughs> Smoosh nose. <laughs> like I ran into a wall too many times. Smoosh nose sounds like a name for the doctor because it begins with shh. <laughs> That's her other uncle. <laughs> he didn't make her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Smoosh nose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, in the sex cabin, Tom is telling her that his approach is all wrong. He needs to take her somewhere special, and it's like, oh no, don't let Tom decide somewhere special. <laughs> so then we get a doctor's personal log, and it turns out that they're in a fifty-seven Chevy on Mars. <laughs> um, I'm there to back go in the parking. Chair. Oh, it's so corny. But also it really, really beautifully funny and cute. Especially when the doctor's like, I got you these, and like throws flowers, chocolates, and a teddy bear at her. <laughs> Here's some flowers and candy and a teddy bear. The look on her face with the teddy bear was like, what is this? It's <laughs> cute, I guess. Like, we don't have this on. Am I supposed video? to like this? <laughs> it's like, why is it so fluffy? <laughs> and then he tells her that he's put a dancing subroutine in. If you know what hey, I mean. <laughs> let's boogie. The horizontal mambo, perhaps? The horizontal, horizontal mambo. Wow. <laughs> Is that what you and Timothy call it? No. <laughs> I was going to say, what if Logan wakes up and he's like, don't worry, Logan. We call Logan. it Snoo Snoo. You call it Steph by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there's something like the doctor asked her to do something i can't quite remember what it was um but she's like no i just kind of want to sit here tell me no he asked if she wanted to dance oh that's right yeah and she's like no i just want to sit here which is cool because i'm like yeah you play it you play it nice and smart danara don't just go straight for Mm -hmm. the um touching aspect like i do (laughs) don't go straight for the gear shift (laughs) oh Don't unpark yourself. <laughs> so she wants to know about the stars. And so the doc is sort of telling her about the stars and they clearly turn her on because she's getting a bit closer and a bit closer and a bit closer. And does that. I liked that. That was It sweet. was. It was really cute. And then she does the turn of the head sort of slowly, you know, that way. But I just thought, though, like she is probably very inexperienced in that kind of thing because like she if if everyone has to stay away from her because she's got the phage then yeah she probably wouldn't really have too much experience in the romantic department and we know the doctor doesn't have much experience besides freya Mm -hmm. which i'm still adamant that he fucked i'm sorry i don't think because he did not add that to his programming yet (laughs) the seska subroutine (laughs) (laughs) yes the seska subroutine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is what an erection <laughs> enhancement or penis enlargement surgery is called <laughs> in Star Trek world. I don't have a pen that works. Um, so they're getting closer and closer and they kiss and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Aww, Cheers are up so from cute. the crowd. Everyone's happy. And I bet yeah. Tom's like standing there. like in the You corner know he's of watching. The- you yeah. know he is. <laughs> in the corner of the holodeck. Tom is a watcher. Definitely. No spoilers from season 
Oh, no, he is not the he's not the Picard watcher. Okay. No. So on the bridge, B plot time again. Tom barrels in late, and it turns out he's been replaced because <gasps> he was ten minutes you late. You cannot replace Lieutenant Paris. And he goes, Captain, and Janeway's like, "Huh, boy, you're fucked." <laughs> She's like, mm, "Hands off, not me." Is that? The way she and then she sends him to stick it sick bane? No. And she sends them to the brig because he pushes Chicote over and Chicote's like Aah! Chicote flopped. He totally flopped. Yeah. Because Tom barely pushed him, he was like, Ah He's a flopper. <laughs> <laughs> he basically dived like a soccer player. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. It's like you are such a faker. Mm. Damn it. He didn't push you that hard. So is it at this point? That we have another Janeway decision whereby it's the right way to have let. It's still a Janeway because she's still not letting Chakotay in on the plot. But it's also a right way because you just. And Tuvok is in on the plot. But you've just pushed your commanding officer. Like, she can't just be like, yeah, it's okay. He barely pushed him. It wasn't even a shove. It was just. And Chakotay was the first one to put his hands on him. So Chakotay initiated contact first. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But and all Tom was like is, "Don't put your hands on me." Can we agree to have a half half point again? I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The half points. They Ooh. now cancel each other out. That means I don't have to brain this situation. <laughs> cool. So here, off he runs to the brig, and then Jonas is on the screen again, and. We get a bit of Seska. Seska for the half point. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> for the half inch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she basically tells Jonas that there's a plan to take the ship and that he needs to do it at this certain time. So it's like, oh, something's brewing. Because I am not going to raise my baby on this Kazon ship. Except I just. But it, it still doesn't make sense, that, though, because she can't raise it on Voyager all by herself. She's going to have to have the Kazon. So what's the difference between being on the Kazon ship and with the Voyager? Maybe their water isn't filtered. Oh, and I don't oh, yeah. have water. <laughs> yeah, good point. Maybe she's just stuck drinking, like, rejuvenated Pond pee. stuff. <laughs> Ew, it's Waterworld. Oh, God. <laughs> So sick bay again. So they're starting to do some sciencey things, but it's rejecting the transfer of all the sciencey things that the doctor and Kess are talking about. Uh, it turns out she's had some nitrinol in her body, and he's like, "The only way this could get in there is by someone doing it." Kess, did you do it? But Kess is like, "No, no, I didn't do it. I'm a competent person. How dare you?" Someone's trying to kill Denara. So, oh God, I've got to get to the bottom of this. I'll call Tuvok. But Denara's like, "Inspector Tuvok, at your service." <laughs> Just back from the Nile, I've sold the death on the Nile, and I'm just about to go on the train the called Orient the Orient Express. Express. <laughs> oh, I really want Tim Russ's Inspector Clouseau. That would be quite funny. So, Denara's like, no, no, I did it. And then they have this really nice conversation about um, how she doesn't want to live the way that she was living. She just wants to die happy. And that's kind of like the death wish argument again. You know, know, she's suffering, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, it's a shit life, you know, needing to get someone's skin or organs to just sort of make you live. But the doc's like, well, I just want to live with you, like... It's not about what you look like. And I'm like, oh, you for as really long got the as possible. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, it's only two weeks. So why don't you just it's do... It's better than two days. But then why don't you just do what she wants as opposed to what you want? Because two weeks is better than two days. Yeah, but she's then going to survive beyond the two days, two weeks. And then she's going to be helping the Vidians. She's going to be helping her people. I suppose she might have stayed alive enough to get fixed because the think tank aliens fixed the phage 
in season six. God, I hope she, I, I know. It's like, I hope that she was still alive. Mm. Well, we'll see her again soon. <laughs> That's why she had to stay alive. Why is that? Resolutions. Ah, yes, of course, of course. Fucking resolutions. <laughs> Not far away from that episode now, Suzanne. <laughs> I need a lot of alcohol for that episode. Oh, I think we'll get drunk. Don't worry. We'll get. We'll okay. get. We'll make that a drunk episode. How's that? Yay! <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have a fade to black. I think, and then we sort of come back to the sex cabin. The doctor's sitting there by himself. It's an empty sex cabin. Yes, you know, he's like... If you know what I'm saying. Oh, yes, they're going to find their way <laughs> onto the pool table that Kess and Neelix have totally banged on, and Tom and every other hologram in there is banged on, and Kim tried to bang on but couldn't bang on because nobody wanted to bang him. That's why he just used the hole. Oh, no, he, used, he didn't use the hole, he used the cue. Kim, in the corner pocket. <laughs> oh, so the woman enters and it's uh, Danara, all back with her phage skin and organs again, and they dance. And he touches her cheeks so tenderly. I know. Like, Aww. And that's the end of the episode. Um, so, I mean, Suzanne, your thoughts on this episode, you've, you've clearly loved it. I love it so much. It's just, it, it's, oh, it's like a fanfic came to life. Almost for me. Yeah, it's just the wrong characters. Well, yeah, but I mean, everybody on the ship needs a little love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chakotay has Janeway. Paris gets Bellana. We've just found out that and Harry. Harry gets the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> I think the episode was nice. Um, like... It, it developed the Doctor's personality, and it also mm. developed the arc that he eventually goes on with his adaptive programming and how he's essentially becoming more human. Yes, I know it's very similar to the stupid storyline that we got with Data and how Odo wanted to become a human, and now this character's trying to become a human, but it's still kind of... It's different. Cool. It's, it's different, different again, though. Yes. It's because this one's a hologram. He's not flesh, and he's not an android. <laughs> Um, but no, it's it's a very good episode. I very much enjoyed it. And yeah. And I, now I can tell you the results. The results are. There weren't that many decisions in this episode because it was mostly the Doctor and Denara Pell on screen. But we have one Janeway, one right way, and one wrong way. So we're like tied. Mm. Tied three ways. No. No, 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 no. We are not. Because I have a wrong way. Okay. <laughs> we don't have An to, I don't absolute, have to think about this. <laughs> absolute freaking wrong way. Okay. What's that? Janeway never bothers to meet Dr. Pell. Oh. You're so right. Never. Never once on screen are they together. What? Ever. That seems to be a bit of a... Yeah, why not? Because she's like a really, really smart scientist. And yeah. Janeway wants Janeway to Janeway should have been shit. all over that. Yeah, she They're should like, have been in the sex science. cabin. Yeah. Yeah, and she could have been like, Nothing. I could be the one to help cure the phage. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, I think that's rude. That's a wrong it's way. It's fucked up is what it is. Yeah, and a rude way. That's mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. That's just, yeah, no, I am 100% wrong way in that. And I never realized that until last night when I was watching. I was like, they never meet. There could have been... Ever. There should have been like the tiniest scene where she's like, even in very beginning near of the episode where she's like, just waking up. I was like, hi, I'm the captain. I mean, yeah, they mm-hmm. wanted like a stars, well, like starstruck moment or whatever. She didn't have to do that. She could have just gone into sickbay. Dinara's deactivated and she's just talking with the doctor over... Dinara's stasis body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any single way. But no, you're right. She didn't even bother to go to sickbay. Nothing. There is a Vidian on your ship. You don't go down there. Yeah, because don't you, don't you be like, how can you guarantee you're not going to bring the Vidians after him, us if we let you go? Yeah. 
irresponsible. All right, well, there we have it. This episode now has got one right way, one Jane way, and two wrong ways. Thank you for suing the tiebreaker, Suzanne, because <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to try and figure out a way to do this. I was so angry at the end of the episode. I'm like, I have to write this down. Wrong way. Wrong way. Damn it. What the fuck? Wrong way. Big red cross. <laughs> it is. Oh, nice work. <sighs> there nice. we go. Oh, I feel very relaxed now. I feel so much better getting that off my chest. Oh, I'm going to be able to go back to sleep with a fuck ton of melatonin pills. And yes, very happy. Don't take too many. They're no? not good for you if you take too many. I've only got these like herbal things at the moment that are like very basic sort of stuff. I've got to go and Do get... Do you have the- any chamomile? No, I don't like chamomile. No. no. But I'm going to go and buy some su- super strong melatonin stuff from the internet and oh, yes the mm. internet drugs the way you buy things <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to us we really appreciate how why did i even say that <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm not even gonna edit it all of you who listen to us about voyager talk Talk. Oh, I might have to edit this. Thank you for tuning in to us. We really appreciate all of you who listen to us talk about Voyager. We also would love it if you subscribed and gave us all the stars and leave us a review. And Suzanne, where can you find you online? I can find me <laughs> online. I was hoping you were going to pick that up. <laughs> I can find me online on the Twitter <laughs> at KJaneway8 or at StatenSass. And Liam, uh, where can we find you when you're not doing obscene things on the Janeway account? <laughs> Don't mean to. It's okay. I caught it before I <laughs> before I did it. <laughs> you can find me currently in bed, probably, when you're listening to this, listeners. Think about that delightful thing. No, don't. It's, it's not a sign. Um, and yes, Twitter at LS74656. Just remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. And don't be surprised if you see some naughty bits because Liam can't remember whose account he's logged into. <laughs> and you can find us on Facebook too at the Janeway pod until next time. Remember to keep doing things not the right way, not the wrong way. Do it the Janeway.